Welcome back to the Variant Geek Podcast. I'm Brennan. I'm Zach. Jason. And today, we're here to talk about sci-fi versus fantasy and different media outlets. So, who wants to start? Pick a pick an outlet. Uh, you know, I'll talk books, I guess, to start with. That's right. something we haven't really talked about much here. True. Other than, like, the 39 clues that we mentioned in the first episode. For 12 seconds. Um, honestly, in my personal opinion, when it comes to books... I have to go with fantasy. That's most of the books I've read are fantasy related. Percy Jackson, which is arguably one of the best young novel, young adult novel, and just novels in general, in my opinion, is something that everybody I think should read. Um, Heroes of Olympus. Child, yeah. Heroes of Olympus is okay. I, I read like the first, I think, two two and a half books. Read the Warriors Cats book in there, you? I never read the Warrior Cats. What? I didn't even know there was a book called The Warrior Cats. Air about Warrior Cats, Zachary. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Harry Potter is a decent novel. Is that fantasy or sci-fi, Zach? That's fantasy. Um, and that, like, you have, well, like, it's, like, would you consider stuff that, like, back in the day was considered science fiction? But now that we have the same technology in those books, are they still considered science fiction? Because it's not fiction What section anymore. is it put into at Barnes & Noble or at the library? Science fiction. It's, still, it's still a science fiction novel. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I can't think of anything specifically. But, <laughs> like, there, like, there are stuff that you know, exists. There are stuff. There are stuff. There is stuff. Um, where we have the technology that they, you know, were using and mentioning yeah. in those books. Today. I don't know. I still consider it sci-fi because that's when it was written. Like, yeah. how it was written, it's still a sci-fi novel. It doesn't become, you know... Historical fiction? Non-fiction! Because it's still sci-fi. And I mean, something I'm pretty sure both of you will elaborate on because I've never read the books is uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. I still can't believe you haven't read them. My parents own them. That that's the extent. Wow! To it. I've seen wow. the books. I've touched the Hobbit. <laughs> I've seen the movie, and like, who hasn't really? I've touched the book. Brody until this last break. You want to go? Yeah. What, what do you think? Lord of the Rings. Done and done and answered. Boom. But, done. Boom. Finished. But I don't know. What do we want to talk about with the differences? Like, what what do you consider sci-fi? So I guess I can okay I can piggyback off of that. So I agree with Zach in the, the fact that when I'm shopping around for books, I prefer to pick out more fantasy. That's the section I go to first. Obviously, sci-fi fantasy section is combined. That's why we're talking about it. There's differences anyway. I I I tend to lean more fantasy. I like you know magic and dwarves and elves opposed to robots. Robot. <laughs> but um. What I what, what like something I consider sci-fi is like Death Watch. What I'm reading right now, mm-hmm. the Warhammer 40k book, stuff yeah. like that. You know. Yeah. Like the, Not even necessarily futuristic. You know. Like I guess now I've been starting to get more into sci-fi just because I've been starting to read more um, Star Wars books, mm-hmm. and those are just actually like really interesting. Yeah. Um, and fun to read. Oh yeah. Um, I'm like I think. Uh, halfway, if not three quarters of the way through, um, the book on Darth Revan, who uh, hopefully, you know, there's apparently a new Kotor in the works. I would, I will dish out all the monies for it. <laughs> what if it's seven thousand dollars? 
I guess I'm going into debt. No. What, do you, mean, what do you mean going into? No, uh, you're right. We're college students, bro. We're in debt. Um, but I mean, it it really just depends on my mood, I guess, at the time. But I think book wise, I definitely tend to lean more fancy than I do mm-hmm. star, uh, yeah. sci-fi. I would say that is a consensus among the three of us. Yeah, and I mean, for the most part, in general, that's kind of how I'm going to end up leaning. But like, in the defense of like sci-fi novels, I just think um, you know, fantasy is one of those genres that is just. I I think there's just so much more of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, Warhammer 40K has their own thing called the Black Library, where they have writers that are dedicated to writing that. Yeah. But that's, you know, one section. And a lot of sci-fi novels date back, you know, 80s, 90s. Sci-fi has to set within set parameters, Mm -hmm. where they can't, you can't go off in deus ex machina every single story, every single thought process, because that's not natural and that's Mm -hmm. not real. But fantasy, you can do whatever, like, fantasy doesn't have those natural guidelines of this isn't humanly possible right. because right. what is considered because humanly magic. possible. You can add magic, you mm-hmm. can add different creatures. Well, like, I guess that kind of, because Star Wars, I guess, is both fantasy a little bit and sci-fi. And it's kind of both aspects because you have, you know, your different races, I guess, um, but you also have, like, your... Your magic system. The Force. The Force. I mean... See, I would consider Star Wars science fiction, sci-fi, just in the fact that that is the main... Spaceship. It's the main theme. The central theme is space travel. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then... Blaster weapons. Well, and you can add in the fact that the Force... I I mean, George Lucas decided the Force was symbiotic with midichlorians. Yeah. And that's a species, and they found those species, species with scientific means, mm-hmm. where that's a symbiotic relationship between the people who have the force and the creatures that I like give you the force or like are present when you have the force. Right. And then I guess kind of sort of branching off of books, I guess you go into uh, manga and graphic novels. Which I tend to lean more probably sci-fi. That's right. I was that's what I was gonna say I lean sci-fi with that. Um, I was obsessed with the the Boba Fett is dead comic series from Dark Horse. I love Dark Horse is amazing. Mm-hmm. They the, they haven't missed for me at all. There's a reason they're around. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love I love Star Wars comics. I mean, I can't feel like we're we're being one and two trick ponies over here with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, but. I, I actually, I mean, I was talking to you guys over break about it. I got a um, an Assassin's Creed Valhalla comic oh, yeah. series. Um, it's done already, yeah. which I kind of, I hope they continue it or it'll change the story up or something, because I was really enjoying that, and that was one of the first, like, fantasy. Um, fantasy, fantasy? Yeah, like, fantasy stuff that I actually enjoy as far as comics go, because I actually, you know what? I read a World of Warcraft comic series way back in the day. You read a WoW comic series? And, okay, you don't have to be a Sarcastic. boy about it. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, no, I I loved that. But other than that, I have never really enjoyed a fantasy comic series or graphic novel or anything like that. And mm. would you, wait, would you consider 
Like you're you you right there, you Mr. Mr. Anime Boy. What? Would you consider like your Attack on Titan and all that stuff sci-fi? That, well, that was actually what I was gonna like. Mm-hmm. Would you consider because cyberpunk is sci-fi? Yeah. And I would say like Attack on Titan is closer to steampunk in a sense. Because it's um, set back, but there's I still that tech. Yeah, and I feel like steampunk it borders the line between fantasy and science fiction mm-hmm. but it pro- I would have to say it probably leans more fantasy but like Attack on Titan's probably have You're, more uh, Naruto, Naruto's, Naruto's, Naruto's fantasy, fantasy 100% um, Berserk is fantasy one that I also have to go kind of say is kind of that walk the line aspect would be like Full Metal Alchemist Yeah, because like you know you have your militaries they're all fighting each other and they using you know old timey rifles and stuff but then, uh, you know, I'd say fantasy. I'd say that's fantasy. Because I mean, the, the alchemy aspect yeah. is where, like, that comes from. That is definitely steampunk. Yeah. But um, I'd say it borders fantasy, or more fantasy. Yeah. Um, like, and then, you, you know, you go into comics. I mean, most DC and Marvel oh, they are dominate. sci-fi. They dominate for a reason. And that's why sci-fi is huge in the comic realm. Mm-hmm. Um well, and it's also because it, it can set these parameters of if we kill this character, we can't bring them back. Or if we right. snap, how do we get them to snap back in order to the consequences? Mm-hmm. So they, they utilize the rules, air quotes around the rules, to ensure that the story makes sense and the story right. isn't just huge, dramatic end all be all everything to yeah. the end of the world and like there's a comic series that I really want to get into um, at some point I think I might look for it whenever we go to Barnes and Noble next mm-hmm. um, it's not closed it. <laughs> if we don't go there when it closes in five minutes um, is uh, the Batman who laughs mm-hmm. A he looks ridiculously cool um, but B like it has a really cool premise and I'll probably go into it more uh, if we have like kind of like a manga comic book episode. Um, but I mean, it's really dark, right? Uh, and it, I feel like it, it, it's probably more sci-fi, um, as per all DC and Marvel, pretty much. There are exceptions, of course, um, but um, it definitely, I think, has some fantasy elements to it. Mm-hmm. And while we're, I mean, since we're talking about, you know in like writing and stuff with you know comics manga and books what do you i don't know how much necessarily zach maybe you'd be able to speak to this but maybe jason more what about would you consider like plays or scripts i mean i guess like what do you feel about those like where do you tend to lean as far as if you're putting these because obviously you know you have your historical pieces that and like your contemporary that don't fit into this category but there are you know i mean shoot there was just a high school in, I think, New York or New Jersey that did Alien. Yeah. As a play? Yeah. It was a musical. It was a musical. I thought it was a play. Uh, it might have been a play. I don't remember. I'll, I'll look it up while we, we talk. But, yeah, they just they got a huge grant for it, and they just did oh. that. So what, what do you think about that? Or do you not know? I mean, how can you place media in one box? You can't. So... I'm just asking, like, as far as plays go, if you know I mean, of any it's that probably, you tend to lean. It's easier to do fantasy, mm-hmm. and I'm using air quotes when I say easier. Like, she kills monsters. Yes. Something where 
Um, Curse production. Well, you literally just have the ability to make things up and like create things. And like, there's a gelatinous cube as one of the characters, versus with. Yes, it was the play, by the way. Sorry. Okay. Um, and with science fiction, you have to. You probably have to make scenery and characters, costumes, props, and. What kind of plays do you like watching more? Do you like watching sci-fi films more or fantasy? I could not give you a correct <laughs> answer because I don't even know if I would have a preference. I don't know if there's sci-fi plays. Very few. Yeah, like because it's probably. I don't, it's not a very fair contest to really talk about. I was just to add more meat to it, you know, mm-hmm. while we're while we're hitting on the media. Um, yeah, obviously, I'm gonna say fantasy. I mean. Spam a lot, something rotten, hilarious musicals that you know could be you. You really can't consider to be you know historical because they're not. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just something, something real quick to segue. I guess since we were talking about writing, but yeah. yeah. And then I guess. Well, because you can move in from plays to television shows, movies, media. Yeah. Visual media, yeah. where that's we'll start with TV. Yeah. I was gonna say it's so much easier to do TV as sci-fi or TV as fantasy or. What do you consider The Walking Dead? That's horror. I mean, it's, it's horror. horror. It's horror. It's a horror soap opera. But like, does it fall in any of these? Because I mean, because it's post-apocalyptic, and when you think post-apocalyptic, you usually think sci-fi yeah. in a sense. But there's not any set things that make you think See, science I would, fiction. I would, if we're if we're using these two categories, I would yeah. say that science fiction, mm-hmm. because it's, cause it's zombies in a modern world. I don't remember how, if it was a disease or if it was like a man-made disease, like uh, any other basically zombie mm-hmm. TV show, movie, whatever. But okay, so this new TV show, The Stand, yeah, you know, based off of. Stephen Big King's sci-fi. book. Would you consider that sci-fi or fantasy? Sci-fi. Because well, so it's sci-fi where it's set in the army created the Captain Trips and it killed ninety nine percent of the yeah. populace. So um, I'm gonna say like a lot of those like but, plague style things, like those man made disease things. I I consider that sci-fi. Sci-fi. But in in that book, because I have read that book, there's a character who they call him a demon. They say that he's not the devil but he's kind of like the devil uh, and his name is Randall Flagg and mm-hmm. he has like he's got these superpowers like he can control animals he can read people's thoughts stuff like that and I wouldn't consider that sci-fi I would consider that fantasy so there there are fantasy elements in this sci-fi right. book movie miniseries that that show is it's out like it's yeah. coming out weekly right now yeah. how many more episodes is it? it's on cbs right yes huh. i don't know we could watch that watch. at some point that no. I, have CBS. I am very excited to watch it but uh, yeah, i haven't I mean, seen it yeah i just because I, mean, I really like the book over break my mom reread the book for like the third time yeah. <laughs> it's a good book um because i mean she the amount of books my mom owns i love her I do. Shout out to my mom with Brandon did last week. Woo! Um, <laughs> she uh, owns thousands of books. Like, it's ridiculous how many books she and owns. And Confirm was there. 
Like she even has some of the old books oh, uh, from oh, the please. Lovecraft. Like they actually really? had an Arkham printing house. Yeah. And she, I think she has like one of the last books that was ever printed there, because mm. that uh, the Arkham printing house is out of business. I think it closed down. But on the topic of TV shows, um, you have in live action because there's so many like you can do so much more with animation than you can with live action, mm-hmm. which is why animes are and cartoons and stuff like that are good, and the live action adaptations of them are usually really really bad because there's just so much you can't adapt to it and it's also hard to collapse you know hours and hours of episodes into a two-hour movie right but like it it really depends I mean because I like my fantasy animes but I also like my sci-fi and I like my sci-fi cartoons too, like Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Dude, best, a phenomenal show. Oh my goodness, so good. I, I mean, I could still go back and rewatch every episode. Yeah, and it's I don't get bored. Even like the being older now, like I know always like whenever like the friggin' um, when they had that Jar Jar arc with all the politics, I was like, oh, yeah. this is terrible. But now I'm like, this is good. Like, yeah. there's actually really interesting stuff in here. But to backtrack really quick, I have to go back and say that Walking Dead I'd consider sci-fi because of one moment in the comics that I remember where Michonne, like, has a little thing at the end of the comics saying, like, her thing about the outbreak started with aliens that, like, sent... Because they call it, like, a space spore. I don't remember if they said this in the show at all, but I know it's in the comics. It's like the CDC guy's like, space spore! And it's like the aliens to weaken us and then harvest us as slaves to get water. Because they use water. it for currency. Water. Water of the world, who? <laughs> uh, back to shows. Yeah, sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, I don't know where I'd fall for this one. Because there are a lot, and I mean a lot of good shows mm-hmm. that are both sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. You have shows that only lasted one season, sadly, like Firefly. Firefly was so good, dude. I'll be honest, I've never seen Firefly. I've been meaning to. Um, Do you, you know why it didn't keep going, I've right? I've seen Serenity. Because they... Released it out of order. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they released it out of order. It actually had huge, like, uh, really fans liked Like fans loved it. Yeah. But Amazing they released casting. it out of order because they didn't... I don't think they wanted to continue it. They just kind of threw it out there because they didn't think it was going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, uh, it, it succeeded, Cold but uh, we're... we're uh, <laughs> We don't have any plans for it, so... Um, I wonder I if they'll bring it back soon. Maybe. I mean, most of the cast is still alive, I think, right? I would say almost everyone in that cast is still alive. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're I mean, talking about the characters... Nathan Fillion's got a lot skinnier, but... Um, Alan Tudyk still looking but great, still doing great. He died in Serenity. Yeah, he did. Spoiler. Wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> he thought Alan Tudyk. He's like, Alan Tudyk died? <laughs> no. No, he... Spoiler, died in the movie. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, when does the, does the movie take place? Before or after? After. 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 I wonder. <laughs> when did it happen? I don't know. Watch Firefly. It's good. It's good. You need to watch it. Um, I do, because I love Nathan Fillion. And I don't... Uh, after. My thing... I don't... My hard thing about... I don't know where I fall, where it comes to TV. I know where it comes in movies, but TV... There's just, there's so much sci-fi pumping out right now. Like, dude, they need to pump the brakes a bit. Because there was a, there was a moment there, a lot of this, the fantasy that was coming out, other than, like, 
Game of Thrones was kind of hot bean water, just yeah. literal dog water. Because, like, there's some stuff don't on Netflix that it? they release that, like, eh. Like, I, I don't know how to feel about it. There's also, like, that movie, you know, the kid that would be king, like, the British, like, the King Arthur thing. I don't know. It's just, it, I feel like it's... a lot of the fantasy coming out has been focusing just, like, on kids. Yeah. Like, there was that one Netflix series, like, Letter to the King or something like that, yeah. I think. I watched that with my mom, and by episode three, I was like, this is bad, but I'm going to finish this. And it finished out being bad. Bad water. <laughs> um, no hate, though. I mean, good performances. I just didn't really like it. And it's just, a lot of the fantasy's just been a miss for me. Well, has it just been gauged toward the younger generation? Yeah, and that's what, I think that's kind of what happened with fantasy, too, for a long, or with sci-fi for a long time. Because you had <laughs> Star Wars, you know, the 70s and early 2000s, and then it kind of went away for a bit. And then that renaissance of sci-fi really kicked in with, like, the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And there's all, you know, there's all kinds of stuff we're not talking about, too, with, like, oh, 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 well, like, the 100. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's the, just so much to talk about. You have the best, arguably, in a lot of people's minds, one of the best fantasy shows of all time yes. is Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, I'll take out six. season eight. Until season six. Season seven. Season seven had the Battle of the Bastards, didn't it? I believe so. Okay, yeah, I mean, because that's, I think, one of the highest rated episodes of all time on IMDb, mm-hmm. anyways. Um, it's definitely season six, actually, I think. Is it? I thought I it was like season six. So, because. I'm, I'm going to bet five bucks at season six. Yeah. Are you looking it up? I'm looking okay. it up. Okay. But, so, for me, because all of this fantasy has always been hit or miss, I've never gotten in, like, I'm not a huge fantasy TV show person, Mm -hmm. because it's always like, let's go as dramatic or as extremely out of the box as we can, and then I'm like, this doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It was season six. (laughs) Ha ha! There was, um, oh my gosh, there was a TV show, it got canceled after one season, Ter- Terra Nova. That's that Terra Nova. That was what I was gonna bring up. So good. It was. I was really, really, like disappointed that they didn't continue. It. That was one. I thought it was doing well. Isn't it really like at the way it. end where there's like a portal that? It starts, so it starts off. It, like, they send Earth people, dying, yeah, they and they send, send people, people back, back in, time. in like the prehistoric era to set up a colony and like restart. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember how it ends. Like, I, like a T Rex gets back to the future or something. I thought it was or like hot garbage. Like some hot garbage. <laughs> I thought it was like they like send a bunch of people back and like all the people that are going back are trying to like destroy the planet. There was all kinds and of crazy was, stuff going I, I, on, I, I man. I, I, I'm pretty like, sure. I'm pretty I mean, sure it's on Netflix now, is or it? something. It's on something, I would, and I need to watch it again. I would definitely rewatch it. Oh yeah, I, like I I remember I like the episode fun. where like pterodactyls like were attacking mm-hmm. them or something like that. Like little birds were coming after the colony because their thing failed. Like it was super cool, and it has. Oh, what's his name? It has what's his name Stephen in Lang. it. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. I always forget his <laughs> name. I can never Literally remember. every single time. Who is this man? Jason over here, like, I tell you, every... So we do this every year. <laughs> Does nobody care about shit, the sloth? But I don't know. I think I'd have to say more sci-fi just because there's so much more of it in TV. Obviously with The Witcher... Um, yeah. I'd consider oh, yeah, Castlevania. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, anime. Well, okay. With anime, there's a lot more sci or a lot more fantasy than sci-fi. Uh, I mean, uh... that I have seen. So I don't really know how to gauge that. As far as live-action television, I'd say sci-fi for me. 
just because of oh shoot, Clone Wars <laughs> isn't live action. So there's just there's a lot of it coming out that I'm really excited for on both sides. I mean, I am beyond excited for the Amazon um, Lord of the Rings series. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'll cry. Like I'm really like when it comes to fantasy because. Anime, it, it definitely likes to lean more fantasy, I think, than it does sci-fi. Because there are some good sci-fi anime out there, like Cowboy I, Bebop and I, stuff sort like of. that. Cowboy Bebop is good. I, like, yeah. I think I'm halfway through it, and it's really good so far. I um, really, really like Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online, it, like, I liked it. I think Until I got, about season two. I, I got to a, like a little halfway through um, the elf part where they got... That's when I stopped, though, is my thing, and, man. Like, I heard it gets okay, but like at, at the it's same just time, so weird. Sword Art Online is one of those animes that everybody likes I, to dog on. Everybody and likes I don't, to I've dog seen on it, sort of. five episodes. Cause I, was even ta- I was talking to Arter about this. Because yeah. um, Arter's one of those people that you're like, you mentioned an anime, he's like, yeah, and you're like, wait, what? Mm. But anyway, because um, I watched Sword Art, and because my sister had watched it forever ago and I saw her watching I was like okay and I watched it and I was like hey this is pretty good but and then I'm gonna uh, we're venturing into spoiler territory for the rest of this as we already have so that's just the fair warning from now on but but like they just they solved the problem so quickly you know yeah like so quickly they're out of the game and then they're thrown into another one and it's just I don't I just I gave up Cutie Toe is definitely one of those protagonists that's a little overpowered I kind of like, I mean, sometimes when, you know, you have that overpowered character in that anime. Like One Punch. And they they just beat everybody. Like One Punch. Yeah, One Punch Man, like Mob Psycho 100. Well, that's Um, like, literally, that's Deus Ex Machina, God in the Machine. I mean, it's it's kind of character overpowered. If it's written right, I think having an overpowered main character is, is cool. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at you, Ryan Johnson. You disgrace. Yeah, he did not write Ray. Right. Wow, that is that's a tongue twister. Ray Wright. Um, Ray Rice. Ah. Oh God. Oh no, honey, she laughs. Whoa. Oh, my word. Everybody knows that it happened like. Cancel. When I was in anyway, school. anyway. Um, but anime. Because uh, we'll probably have an anime episode on here. I'm gonna invite like, maybe Arter. Um, we can invite Connor. Talk on it, Connor. Um, Daniel Miller. Just kidding. But like, I, I definitely like to lean more fan. Attack on Titan. Uh, it's sad that they might cancel the second part of the season <laughs> because people are getting so mad at the animation because they have yeah, to use CGI so in it. To CG it now. Because the heads of you know the Attack on Titan because they almost didn't get a season four because Wit didn't want to do it and there's just so strict of guidelines. Because they have to base, they're trying. What they're trying to do is get the anime to end around the same time the manga ends. Yeah. To ride out that hype as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And so there's really strict guidelines, and so they can't animate fast enough. So they have to use CGI, and right. honestly, it doesn't look that bad. And the story is amazing. I'm loving it, and I really wish people would just stop being toxic about it and stop hating on it and just enjoy it for what it is which is a phenomenal what? show what fan base is being toxic looking at you lol and you have some other really great animes coming out this year too uh, you got like season 2 of Demon Slayer with the Demon Slayer movie coming to the US which is the highest selling movie in Japanese history really? yeah I don't uh, know over, uh, over last year when it came out 
Um, it, oh gosh, I think it made, uh, I'd have to look it up, but um, I think it made like 30 billion yen or something like that, oh. which only equates to like a few billion dollars. A few billion? No, no, not a few billion, a few million dollars. A few million dollars, that's more than I've seen. Um, but I mean, it looks like a really, and apparently it's really, really good. And because it passed Titanic, I think near the end of yeah. last year. I did that. And season two apparently is supposed to be really good. Um, you have Jujutsu Kaisen, like fantasy anime, I think is where it really shines. Um, and then you obviously have your like your slice of lives and stuff like that. But fantasy definitely is where I lean when it comes to anime. With live mm -hmm. action, I probably lean a little bit more fantasy than I do sci-fi. Yeah. There's just, yeah, I like it. There's more of it right now, and there's more to choose from and go off of. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I think so far in all the media we've talked about, I definitely lean more fantasy than I do sci-fi. There are some phenomenal stuff, and I love my sci-fi, but you, most of the stuff I watch and read are fantasy-related. And, like, movies, Jason, why don't you, you take this one to start? Movies? Yeah. Let's see... There's so many different sci-fi movies, fantasy movies, other genre movies. Oh, yeah. But when I think of sci-fi movies, I think of Alien, The Matrix, iRobot. Uh, would you say mm, I Am Legend is more fantasy? Terminator. Terminator. I would say, I would, I don't know. I'd put I Am Legend or, in sci-fi. Um, or or like dystopian sci-fi. Dystopian sci-fi because of the okay. virus. Being, That's you know, fair. Robocop. Yeah. Uh, Dread. Yeah. Where, like, movies that have those sci-fi elements, it's always dystopian future where humanity is at the brink of extinction and they're fighting against robots, against humans that are controlling robots, against humans that have been altered by either uh, mutant things such as gamma radiation, <laughs> uh, viruses, stuff like that. <clears throat> yes. Love and Monsters. Did you finish that? I have not finished it yet because I started wa <laughs> I started watching it on a plane and I'm about a half hour towards the end. That okay, that's one of those I that's a dystopian uh, sci-fi, I'd say done correctly. I really enjoyed that. I I didn't mm -hmm. really think I was going to. It looked very cheesy because Dylan whatever, Dylan Hunt, O'Brien, O'Brien, same thing. <laughs> but I don't know. Um well, but like when you think fantasy, my first go-to fantasy movie, Lord of the, Lord Rings. Of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, always. Yeah. Which I mean, and the reason why is because there was so much care and passion put into that movie. Oh yeah. Where it's something that you enjoy, and then yeah. you look at movies that are made that the people are like doing it for a paycheck or doing it for <coughs> Star Wars sequel trilogy, <laughs> which I have never seen. But th those movies where it's less about passion and more about money, money or more about like Happy getting a story out and it's like oh i know they definitely i think they tried to make lord of the rings before peter jackson and well there's the there's the animated there's the like, anime seven, and i've no, seen like, they tried to make a live action and it didn't go over well and that that's why people were really really worried mm -hmm. when peter jackson was making it but, because they were afraid that the, he was not going to be able to capture the magic of the novels as well as he did. Howard Shore said a phenomenal job. But have you seen the anim animated movie? It yes. Been yeah, it's been a long, long time. It's on YouTube. Free. It. Is it really? Yep. I did not know that. Because we had it like as a 
VHS. VHS. Yeah, we had the VHS as well. But my go-to sci-fi movie will always be Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I can always go back and watch episode three uh, and just listen to Obi-Wan Kenobi and our Lord and Savior Ewan McGregor say hello there a million times and not get tired. <laughs> but um, how, what would you classify movies within like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or movies like Hitchcock where it's super According to Google, it's... Fantasy. It is. Would you say fantasy? I would. I would maybe. I, I could see fantasy because they also consider the boys fantasy as well. Because mm. it's Fantasy's. it's the superpowers that that's really the only thing that kind of because the technology wise we're kind of there. Um, yeah, I, I'd you say mean, we're we're pretty. We're, we're getting there. I, okay, we don't have vibranium, <laughs> or maybe we do. We Nth? just haven't found it. The uh, nth metal is that what it is? Um, Hawkeye and oh. Yeah. Uh, or you know, what's your superpower? I mean, technically, I have pretty good aim. Te- technically, <laughs> darn it, I'm good at aiming. Technically, Endgame maybe so because it takes place in the future. It takes place in 2024. Ooh. I mean, Mad Max is considered sci-fi, and it takes place this year. Yeah, Mad Max is definitely sci-fi though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's only January, so I mean, Mad Max could still happen. I swear it's to God, it's possible. But I'll be a warlord. Um, <laughs> which one are you playing guitar on top of my vehicle? Do I will rock out on the ocarina. Ocarina. Literally, can only hear you from about ten feet away. But hey, <laughs> but damn it, that ten feet will be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for movies, for me, I mean, okay. Here's my thing: fantasy. There's about two things that people, when you say fantasy, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You say science fiction. So many. There's so many more things that come to mind. Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Wars. Alien. Matrix. Alien. Alien. Uh, Mad Max. Everything we just said. Yeah. The, the I can I I I know technically it's like fantasy as far as like sci-fi goes. Um, is uh, what? Oh my goodness! Wow! It's technically fantasy as far as like Avengers and Marvel goes. I consider it more sci-fi because there's just I don't know. It just doesn't seem. Like fantasy to me, because when I think fantasy, uh, you know, yeah, I think Tolkien and Martin fantasy. I do feel bad that uh, we forgot apparently one of the biggest fantasy novels that I definitely didn't read. Uh, the Warrior Nar- Cats in Narnia. Oh yeah, Narnia. Oh. We didn't mention it. I mean, we didn't talk about Harry Potter either. Yeah. You bring in a Harry Potter. Would you consider? That's um, okay. So C.S. Lewis is a very like faith-based person he and jk uh jk not jk rowling i am so sorry um tolkien oh yeah yeah rolkin tolkien tolkien rolkin tolkien but uh anyway they they were friends yeah and they utilized faith in their writing have you ever read the narnia series yes no have you? Have you? Exactly. You, you don't read books. Read. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The last book I read, I think, like all the way through, was probably Animal Farm. Oh, really? But anyway, so they utilize it's. They're both fantasy novels, but they utilize their own beliefs. And I know that with Tolkien, he actually, uh, because it was he in World War One. He was in World War One. He was mm-hmm. in the Battle of the Somme. Yeah, and he utilized it, that experience being in the military as that, part that, of. Yeah, the dude. Book. That's that's. I mean, The Hobbit 
is one of those like the Hobbit. I'm, I think one of my favorite things senior year of high school was we read the Hobbit in class instead of like you yeah know, the the grapes of wrath or something like that. We read the Hobbit. Yeah. And then we can and um being a Catholic high school and the Catholic influences because of um yeah Tolkien being Catholic. Sorry. Um, it applied <laughs> into our curriculum, so we were able to read that and compare that to that. And then we also read that same year. We read All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. And we were able to compare that because that was, you know, that first-hand account. You know, Air Quotes yeah. first-hand account was um, Quiet on the Western Front, and compare it into this fantasy world that got created, and mm-hmm. see those parallels on. Wait, this is what this is in yeah. our life. Uh, the dwarves are Jews, by the way. And the thing that, Very controversially anti-Semitic, but anyway. Well, the thing that like really blows my mind about Tolkien is the fact that he created at least 15 different languages. Yeah, oh, I should have brought my book over here from my room today, talking about this. Um, all of the influence that he got, yeah. the, the Tolkien handbook. Yeah. On where all of his stuff he, came from? Because he created so many different Elvish dialects, Orc dialects, Ent dialects, Dwarvish. I mean, he also basically kind of just, he, like, he helped basically create D&D. Like, not directly, hey, but he helped every, Literally almost every fantasy... Takes from Tolkien. Dwarves, Elves, Orcs, Goblins. They, they He basically helped create all came from that. Yeah. And that's just amazing. And I think they're his... I don't think it's his son. It has to be his grandson that's coming out with a new book or yep. it came out they, they, with a new they're book. Finishing, like, yeah. They're finishing. They're, they're like, hey, look at these three pages we found. Let's finish it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> write an entire thousand-page novel. <laughs> what was the three pages? Uh, the uh, the dedication. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, the so, chapter one. So going to C.S. Lewis and talking about Non-out. faith, have you ever seen the movies? Yeah. I think I've only seen the one. first one. I watched the first one, and then I watched um, Prince of... Okay. Prince Caspian. Caspian. I was going to say Prince Caspian, then I almost said Prince of Persia. <laughs> but anyway, like, those books, it's... They're written kind of out of order. Yeah. But also not, but also, like, it's it's... The kids are going from being, like... Uh, like children, like adolescence to I think the last book, at least the oldest son is thirty. Mm. Yeah, because it's so it's it's that was always one of those that kind of confused me because you know in the wardrobe they ex- like they you know live a whole life. Yeah, and, and then, then they, they come, come back, back out and they're the exact same age yeah. and then they're back well, in and like, back out. T- and time moves so much quicker for the wardrobe mm-hmm. dimension whatever, however we wanted to decide it, where, like, when they're in their 20s and 30s, it's been three millennia. Yeah. I mean, which... Would you consider the monster... Ver- not necessarily monster, but, like, Godzilla's verse and, you know, King Kong's universe, mm-hmm. would you consider those more sci-fi, or would you consider them more fantasy? I'd consider it fantasy because, you know, fantastic elements... Of just monsters existing, but then you get into that discussion of you know Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, which is possibly going to be in Kong versus 
Godzilla. Like, he's, I mean, because we saw at the end of Godzilla, King of the Monsters, that um, they found Ghidorah. Who is we? Yeah, you Everybody that. that's... You guys haven't seen Godzilla? <laughs> no, I haven't watched it yet. Literally... We, we, like, we could watch that later tonight if you guys wanted to. It's a good movie. At least, like, visually, it is a good movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like Transformers, where... Which is another... I, it, I wonder what Transformers is. I don't know if you see that. It's sci-fi. <laughs> but it's one of the... It's like that where nobody cares about the humans. Nobody cares about the humans or their story or whatever. We just want to see the monsters and the robots just fight and do stuff. Correct! Which is why... Because I think they're creating a new Transformers movie. Yeah. And everybody's hoping that it doesn't take place on Earth. And we see what happens on Cybertron. Cybertron? Okay. That would be... A, like a cinematic and and a uh, um 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 what am I looking for here CGI CGI Marvel because oh, to make Cybertron itself whack because we got like a scene of it and, I mean, I, well did we was it in Bumblebee or was it in um like it might have been it, Bumblebee was the it last the one. was it the Mark Wahlberg that I'm pretty sure it's that one because there's five right there's five Transformers movies. And then oh, Bumblebee. I should have to think for a moment. Um, but yeah, as uh, but he could be fighting uh, Mecha Ghidorah. He could, or uh, apparently some people saw Mecha Godzilla in the trailer. I think it is so, five. Real quick, um, I'm holding. Okay, yeah. While while I have the spark, because it's Transformers. Yeah. And then Revenge of the Fallen. Dark Moon. Dark of the Moon. Uh, Age of Extinction. Is that the dinosaurs? And then uh, Last Night. Oh, and then right. yeah, Bumblebee. But in one of those, there was there's been you know scenes of Cybertron, and those are just like, well, there's half our budget on <laughs> yeah. two minutes. I don't know. It'd be so cool to see. Michael Bay just goes explosion, money. And explosion. see, he okay. Michael, I think Michael Bay does get a really bad rap because boom, kaboom, boom. But he's, the guy makes money. He, I mean, yeah. There's so a reason he keeps getting employed. Bank. Because they are just visually, story-wise, as in the sequel trilogy, they're not great. But visually, and I will give that, like, what somebody we would listen to say. might have been Bricky. But as we saw, visually, they are pretty good. Yeah. Story-wise, no. <laughs> the girl, visually, they're, they're fun to look at. Yeah. That's my thing with the, whole, with the sequel trilogy, too, is... Ray is a terrible character. She's a Mary Sue. It's she's horrible, and if I get hate for it, that's okay. If people like the, sh- you know what people people did like it. I mean, there's whole fan I mean, bases for it too. I Good liked for them. it originally when I, when I first went into the theaters and I saw because I saw each movie in theaters and I saw the movies. I was like, wow, you know what? That was a good movie. And then I kind of sit back and I look and at it. And then I ruined it for you. And, you know, I, I actually kind of see all the stuff that's wrong with them. Like, yeah, you know, th- there's a lot of problems and they did a lot of wrong. Yeah. And I get a lot, I've gotten a lot of hate for talking about this before too, but like, literally, I, I was so excited when Force Awakens was announced. Like, so was I, I. I almost I like, cried. Oh my God. And it was a dog fight to get tickets to opening night. And I'd missed out on them. And then one of my friends at the time, she was like, hey, um, our group's all going, this guy's brother's not going anymore. You can come. You can come with us if you want to pay for the ticket. I was like, I will pay for the ticket 37 times over. And I'm sitting in the theater, and we watch it, 
and literally everyone starts cheering and is all excited when the beginning credits start. Yeah, I definitely the title cry. crawl. I cried during. And then I read the title crawl and I looked at my friend and I was like, "That seems familiar." And then we start watching the movie, and there was like three times there was one guy in the theater that would go, "What the hell?" out loud <laughs> at the movie, like when things happen. I mean, and then the movie seven. ended. And no one clapped. Seven was definitely kind of a clone of four. And no one clapped or anything. And I literally, I turned and looked at her and she looked at me and we both went, A New Hope, at the exact same time. And this guy, the same guy gets up, That was a pile of crap! And threw his popcorn at the screen. Well, then you have... (laughs) No! The cinematic Marvel piece that was episode eight. Good lord. Last Jedi was one of those things that I was like, That looked pretty, but, uh... Couldn't tell you what happened because it was a piece of crap and my synapses are fried. Yeah, it was it was so bad. The fight choreography was god awful. Okay, here's the thing: as someone who has been studying stage fight combat for years now and been choreographing for years now, that was the biggest cancer I've seen on screen for fight choreo for a long, long time. So bad. And let me just do a flip and stab myself story, real quick. I mean, Leia just flying through space. Superman Leia. Why are your capillaries not bursting there, lady? The force. She's just built different. The fact that... Have y'all seen Event Horizon? Yes. When the dude gets stuck in with his helmet comes off. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Keep sidetracking. But, I mean, Ray was able to do stuff with zero, little to zero So training. frustrating. All of her training was off-screen, Zachary. And yet Kylo, who had been training for years and years under Luke Skywalker, under Snoke, under Palpatine. Okay, this fanboy had an aneurysm when Luke came on screen in Mando Season 2, by the way. I cried. It was beautiful. Okay, Star Wars Theory. We actually got to see Luke do cool stuff. Excuse you. Mark Hamill, am I a joke to you? Mark Hamill sitting here like... We got one of your six subscribers. Force Crush, a droid. I mean, The Mandalorian did Star Wars right. Yeah. And I, like, can we just hand them the reins? Those two. So, okay. So the problem is, is like, because I, I actually listened to like some people talk about it. We do not want Favreau and Filoni kind of holding the like. We want them on the creative end. We do not want them in the front office where Kathleen Kennedy is because she handles all the business stuff, and that would be just a waste of their talents. But yes, I know. We want them creating stuff, creating all these. That's why I just said, can we give them the creative reins? Not, I don't, I don't want them doing the business side. She can do the money, money, money side for all I care. As long as she has no creative input, I'm cool. Because I mean, she, I don't know. Like, I feel like she might be getting a little bit better. Maybe just because she's been greenlighting a lot of the stuff that we want to see. She greenlit. The Obi-Wan show with Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. returning as Darth Vader. She greenlit Bad Batch. She greenlit her um, going Boba Fett. She green- not going to cost me money. <laughs> That's putting you, her in your good graces. It's not going to cost us lots of money. I mean, she, she's greenlighting stuff. So I mean, that, that's all she's she's good for right now is giving the hey. thumbs up. Hey. Moon Knight getting greenlit. I don't think that was her, but... I know. I know that wasn't uh, her, but Moon I'm Knight, just saying. I, I'm excited for Moon Knight, but we are <laughs> Worry, Dracula, so... you nerd. You owe me money. <laughs> there was We're a lot of profanity so left out of that the, quote. From the sci-fi fantasy debate, but... Um... We're not even debating anymore. We're just pissing and moaning about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't think it was a debate. 
there was no point counterpoint. Oh, that's very true. That's the discussion. Was, yeah. And uh, let's just we'll just move on from I guess unless you have any final quick points. For the last, uh, I guess visual media that I know of, anyways, I am kind of dumb, but it's video games. Well, I was gonna wait for video games because I feel like we can spend a lot of time on that and do a really quick, like obscure, more like you know, board games, card games. I mean, I don't really play many board games or card games. I mean, okay, card game. I, I'll, do you have anything you want to say before I get going? Yeah, unless you count like Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Pokemon. yeah. Well, yeah. That's I mean, obviously you count those, but I mean, that other than that, I don't really play any fantasy or board. Card game fantasy games. wins out. I mean, well, yeah. Well, you've got sentinels there's, of the multiverse. The there's, there's deck builders that I would consider card games. You know, with your yeah, that sentinels of the multiverse. I even consider yeah. Munchkin more a card game. Put that yeah. in with that. But I'd say fantasy wins out. There's just it's 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 easier way more. It's to... easier. I mean, Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone. I mean, I guess D and D is technically a more <laughs> card game ish board game. Tabletop. Really. It's a tabletop RPG, but I mean. There's a Star Wars RPG. I mean, yeah, D and D, you can literally do anything with. You can make it horror, you, do you can make it fantasy, you can make it sci-fi, like we did with our campaign. Last we know do some one-shot campaigns. I'm thinking of writing some and finding some. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. I mean, tabletop, there's both. Because yeah, tabletop, there's D and D, Warhammer, Warhammer uh, Age of Sigmar. There's Star Wars Legion, there's Battle for Middle... There's there's uh, Middle Earth, War of the Rings, stuff like that. There's all kinds of that stuff. Risk. Risk. Um, I mean, I guess yeah, you have, like, Risk. You have your, um, you know, your civilizations. I guess. I know we only we only but... played... I know you guys have only really played, like, Legion once. Oh, we played that Scythe. You guys played that Scythe game? Oh, yeah, we played that uh, freshman year. Scythe? That was a long Scythe? time ago. Were you there? Probably I don't think not. We were because it was uh, Ryan. It was me, Peter, Ryan. Ryan was Bryce there. I think it was Bryce. Maybe it was Bryce, not Ryan. There was some ginger probably, there. It was probably Bryce. <laughs> um, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, Love you, Peter Novak. Um, but yeah, I guess. Video games are really the only other media we haven't really. Yeah, that, that's something we can all talk about. I'm gonna say sci-fi for me as far as tabletop because Warhammer 40k. Yeah. And Star Wars Legion. I'm gonna just really quick with that. Now, yeah, video games. It's really. I love both genres. I love my Mass Effects and my Star Wars, like Kotor. Um, but I also love my Personas and my <laughs> my Middle Earth. Shadow of Wars and stuff like that. I'm, I wasn't going to drag on for some Jason? I mean, I would say that I'm more of a fantasy video game person. Yeah, it's Legend the of Zelda. Suspension of belief, disbelief, mm -hmm. whatever that phrase is. I'm not a. This big... guy is sci fi because Mass Effect and yeah. like Dead Space, I'd say. Oh, yeah, I, I love. I, granted, I've never finished any Dead Space game, but Dead Space is definitely a. a perfect example of sci-fi horror yeah. done right until they went into three where they did like more of an action I was gonna say, that's more of an FPS but wasn't it fantasy horror uh, the perfect example of that is Resident Evil yeah oh yeah I, I love the RE games man um I don't know how many hours I have in Resident Evil 4 never beaten it 
Um, that game's hard to me. Um, Dark Souls. Yeah. Do you know how Dark Souls got started? Like how it got created? I'm staring at you blankly. I think that's a good answer. <laughs> um, so basically, Demon Souls. You know, yes, I knew Demon first. Souls. And the creator, uh, I'm going to look him up real quick, and I'm just going to keep talking so this doesn't have any long, awkward pauses. Um, so While you look that up, um, I, lean, I tend to lean more fantasy as well. Um, I bet you can't guess my number one fantasy game of all time. Pokemon. Wow. Yep, World of Warcraft. Wow. Um, I mean, dude, I have all the Warcraft Chronicles. I've read all of them, cover to cover. I've read all the books for them. I just love that world. And I, I like fantasy worlds, too, because, like Jason said, the suspension of disbelief. And they tend to be beautiful to look at as far as being in-game. I love looking at a pretty world in-game. That's why I really want to play Ghost of Tsushima. It is a gorgeous. Really I want to buy a PS5 gorgeous. and play yeah. it. It is a really, really beautiful game. Beautiful. But, the end, yeah, I mean, <sighs> Jedi Fallen Order. Um, oh, Halo. That's oh. my that's my hard toss up. Halo. Halo. Helheim. So, go 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 go. That's like Miyazaki is his name. Yes. And so, what FromSoft was doing with that, like they, they knew it was going to be, they thought anyways it was going to be a really really bad game commercially, and so Miyazaki was like, you know what? Give me creative reign. Let me do whatever I want. And they're like, okay. So they gave <laughs> so they gave okay. Miyazaki creative reign, and he did whatever he wanted. So you know he made bosses. <laughs> And you know what? Demon Souls, it was a bad game. It was... It was terrible. <laughs> it, it did terribly, commercially. It was a train wreck. But it started to, you know, get people interested, and it, get, it kind of created that idea. And from software, was like, you know what? That You might have an idea there. You might have something. And so they let him make Dark Souls, and it grew from there and grew a cult following, and then became one of the best games of the decade and one of the and probably one of the best games of all time and create an entire subgenre just because they let him basically mess around with their train wreck to create what he wanted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dark Souls is a phenomenal fantasy game and I love it every time I play even though I get mad. Apex is a fun sci-fi game. I, pr- yeah, you'd consider that sci-fi. We do not have Gravity Wells. We do not have but we're so close to having everything in Avengers. Portals. <laughs> don't hurt me. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd say I just tend to fall fantasy because those are the games I can sit and play by my lonesome. Um, sci-fi, other than like Halo and a couple other games here and there, I don't really play alone. I mean, I think yeah. you'd enjoy Mass Effect. Well, I'm sure I would, but I'm going to wait for it. I have them all installed on my, th- on my Xbox oh, wait, so, One. Yeah, because apparently the legendary, because there's a trailer coming out next week. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to wait and see, and if it's like three well, years away, then I'll play well, it. Well, it's supposed to come out like first quarter this year. That's why I'm saying I might wait and just do that. Um, apparently, I mean, like visually, there's not going to be, other than the first one, there's not going to be too much of an upgrade. There's going to be an upgrade, of course. But apparently they're completely revamping the mechanics and everything for really? the first game. And mm-hmm. I'm really, really excited for it. Um, Yo, what's Minecraft? I mean, it depends. Are you playing with like a, a Real world. Oh my gosh, I'm not. <laughs> booster Real world. Pack, or are you Fantasy. playing, like, are you playing like a Harry Potter world? A Lord of the Rings world? 
Are you playing a Star Wars? I'm gonna just go ahead and say um, I definitely lean fantasy. I just double checked and looked at my top ten games of the decade list. Majority of it's fantasy, so I'm gonna go forward and say that. I'm kind of a toss up between fantasy and sci-fi. I yeah. there are a bunch of games sci-fi related that I love and enjoy, and there's a bunch of fantasy games that I love and enjoy. I just like I said, it just takes the cake for me more um, overall because those are the games that I can just sit down and play mm-hmm. and just relax. Yeah. The, the sci-fi games I play piss me off, <laughs> like Apex, uh, but those are the games I like to play competitively and like play with you guys and stuff like that, um, but fantasy is that, you know, that fun little safe haven piece that I have that I can just, like, when you walked in and I was playing Breath of the Wild the other day, just sitting there, doing oh, yeah. business, vibing, getting my butt kicked by Ganon, and then mm-hmm. finally winning. Overall, in my opinion, across all media, I love both sci-fi and fantasy. They're yeah. phenomenal genres. And there's been a there's been a lot done wrong in every media oh, in both genres. <laughs> I mean, but there's been so much done right and so much great stuff out there in fantasy and sci-fi in particular. And those are probably like the head runners of media. I mean, yeah, you have your horrors, but there. I mean, horrors hit or miss for some people. Yeah. And some people, you know, they like a little bit of horror. Like they like to be a little scared, but not like. You know, necromorph on your back every two seconds. <laughs> Redonk, let me tell you what. Um, you know, you have your slice of lives, and you have your, um, re- uh, your realisms, and, but sci-fi and fan, sci-fi and fantasy definitely head the genre department, in my opinion. In yeah. Across all media, and I love mm-hmm. both genres equally. Your final take. I would say for me. I am a bigger fan of fantasy mm-hmm. just overall because if sci-fi isn't done correctly, I think it's boring. That's yeah, that's fair. fair. Like I've seen all 3 of the Matrix movies and I literally sat through the first one and thought, "Eh, this isn't too bad." The second one, I went, "Oh." Third one, I was like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, that was pretty whack. And it's ironic because my dog is named after the main character of the, fa- the Matrix TV show. I didn't name him, but... it's fair. And then I guess I'll just I'll finish it out by saying that uh, I have to agree with Jason. I tend to lead more fantasy um, for kind of all the same reasons. But my big thing is, you know, there's always that, if I could be born in a different time or transported to your favorite world, like, fantasy all the way. Yeah. Like, I'd kill to live in Middle Earth, dude. Like, it'd be awesome. Like, stuff like that. Move to New Zealand! I, that's the plan. Um, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, does anyone have any quick, any fun? I don't, I don't know, I don't really have anything else to add. I don't want to drone on and on forever. But, uh, yeah, just fantasy for me. Um, anything else? Um, no. I mean, yeah, Jason's leaning more fantasy. I'm kind of split in the middle. I Mm -hmm. I like both equally. And there's a lot of stuff on both sides that I enjoy. And I Mm -hmm. do lean more fantasy. Um, but I think we can all agree that it, both genres are fun, and um, yeah. So I think we'll uh, done there? call it there for all right. the podcast. Yeah. Um. I yeah. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Wait, wait, wait. Uh. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Sorry. Um. I just wanted to say uh, make sure you guys tune in next week. Uh, we'll probably have an episode trying to come out every week. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Catch and, us on Twitch. Link in the description. Have a great day.